0: The views and opinions expressed in this podcast belong to the guests and do not necessarily represent the views or positions of Wisdom from North or any entities they may represent. Now please enjoy the episode.
3: I'm excited about our conversation today because I haven't interviewed anybody before who has been or are channeling the 12 archangels. I think that's pretty amazing. That's like really high up in the hierarchy when it comes to angels. And I'm really curious about their message to humanity and We just talked before we were going to do this interview and you said that they're they are already here so i'm excited to hear what they have to say you know in our world with the technology and ai and everything but before we go there i'm really curious about your life prior to you connecting with these amazing beings
4: so janica this is um it's a bit of an old story now because it's over 30 years ago I was working as a cell biologist um, and doing stem cell research when I had a visit from Archangel Gabriel. So I was working in the lab and here is a big angel that um, short story is, told me that my work was going to change, everything was going to change, and that my calling was to help human beings to remember that they are God's divine children. And um, so that's that's how it all began. But yes, I was a biologist drafted by angels.
3: Well, wow, that's fascinating, going from being a stem cell biologist to doing what you're doing now. And I'm curious, has have you always been spiritual and sort of have had some abilities, or
4: was this completely new to you? Uh, yes and yes. So as a child, I was super intuitive. That's how I survived, was to be able to you know, read the environment, certainly around um, interesting parents. And so I uh, could communicate and visit with angels and beings. And I thought that was normal, but I also to keep my mouth shut about that. And uh, so I shut that down around age 11 or 12 when I decided that I wanted to be normal and I wanted to be a biologist. And it pretty much stayed closed, except that during my adult years I was always intuitive with people uh, having a great deal of compassion about what they're experiencing. Um, My brain always has loved to solve problems and to help unravel things and to see things from a different perspective. So I always had that but definitely once Gabriel came, and then I met the rest of the team. Just everything's so different. And um, I had a really wicked headache the day that I met the, the big group of the 12 archangels. And that was my third eye, uh, being pried open. And um, what else can I tell you? It's an adventure to walk one's life. With this team of angels, and I really want to put out there right away. They work with everyone. Uh, they, I might be one of their messengers, but they very much work with healers and those who are on schoolroom Earth trying to help human beings to wake up to who they truly are, and to let the love in. You know, let love transform the fear. That's that's what the 12 Archangels are about. So I'm curious when
3: you say that um, Archangel Michael paid you a visit, because when people pay each other a visit, I'm thinking, you know, a a person comes into the room and hello. And how is that like with an angel paying you a visit? Like, is it a physical experience uh, or is it something you see in a deep meditation?
4: Well, Yannick, it was very, very real and it was Archangel Gabriel. I was working under a sterile hood, under sterile conditions at, at work, working on a stem cell sample. And all of a sudden I was in a different place that um, it was a round stone room. There was dirt on the floor. My brain said, how can this be? Um, there's not supposed to be dirt here. I was very, very disoriented and confused. And then in the, there was an open ceiling and Archangel Gabriel appeared. I recognized the angel because the angel had a trumpet. That's how I knew which angel it was, because I didn't really know anything about archangels. And Gabriel spoke to me telepathically, very clear, very loud, and said, your work is about to change. Uh, we are calling you to help human beings remember that they are god's divine children they have forgotten now you remember this is over 30 years ago and so there's lots of talk these days about how everyone's waking up well you can imagine that people were extra sleepy then certainly Belinda was so that's how that's how it happened and again, um, the room was ancient and I could smell the the old air. Um, And then once I had gotten the message from Gabriel and I thought I had been gone for hours, I looked at my watch and not even a minute had gone by and I was back in the lab, uh, still holding my sample, uh, but my whole body was shaking. i was what just happened to me what happened and that's how it
3: began oh wow uh so what happened from there how did you integrate such an experience
4: well it took a little time so the next angel that paid me a visit was archangel michael and this time i was home uh, and i wasn't really meditating. I didn't exactly know what meditation was, but I was in a quiet space and before my eyes, the room filled with blue wings with blue eyes. I don't know how to explain it. It it was like millions of blue eyes looking at me with these beautiful wings and again a telepathic voice clears anything that said, I am Michael and I'm here to help you feel the truth. So that was Michael. And then it was maybe a month or two after that, that I met the rest of the angels. I was at a workshop that a friend invited me to go to on Meet Your Guardian Angels. And I thought, well, I've met two angels. Maybe there's another guardian angel for me. And we were told that it would take 90 minutes and you would meet one to two angels. And as soon as I closed my eyes, uh, there was a circle of 12 big angels. I mean, they were massive. And I could recognize Gabriel with the horn and Archangel Michael, and then there were 10 others that they will tell you their number is symbolic. It actually means moving on a sacred spiral of evolution, waking up, and um, that, as I've shared before, they help all of us. But that is my original introduction to the 12 Archangels. and. I thought I was crazy, it took a little while to surrender, which they said it would. They said I would resist, and I did. I had two masters in science, you know, I was invested in my career, So, but I did surrender, and I learned to ask them for help for everything. All right, so for everybody
5: watching, we've had some technical difficulties, so now we've just moved over to a new software, Uh, but we're going to make this happen because I feel like this is a very important conversation. Um, These 12 archangels, I'm, I'm curious, okay, so what is the difference between an archangel and a guardian angel or an angel of death, like other types of angels, for instance?
4: The way that the Twelve Archangels explain this, Yanica is that they say that angels have different job assignments. That's the easiest way to understand it. From their perspective, they do not believe in uh, what many of us, or human beings, think that there's a hierarchy of angels, that some are more powerful than others. They say, no, that's a human uh, creation, that where they exist is oneness. They exist in um, in the space that there is just love and there is only love. So there's no difference in power and they work with the power of love. So what archangels do is they help to build bridges. They help... Uh, they help to create schoolroom Earth, and Gaia is one of the twelve archangels, and that they help to build a bridge, which is they say is what arc actually means, to connect the head and the heart, the ego and the soul, and that that's what they do is they help make that connection. Their role on schoolroom earth is to help human beings to remember that we come from divine oneness. We come from the central sun creator, mother, father, God, and that that's their role. Where guardian angels, their role is that they travel with a soul in every incarnation on schoolroom earth to also help with that soul's education and experiences and to help that soul through their ego to remember to ask for help. And so then there are fairies which you know, are involved in creation and certainly helping us be creative. And there are Deva angels that can help with help with engineering and technology and help with building and design. So there's many, many, many different kinds of angels. The thing that matters is to let them help us. Wow, do they make life so much easier when we acknowledge that they're real and that their job is to help us. And they're always with us whether we call on them or not, but asking for their help definitely makes a difference. So it seems like we have a team
5: of helpers, actually. Uh, I'm curious about that guardian angel. Um, So you say we all have a guardian angel. Is that just for this lifetime? Or is that guardian angel following that soul for many lifetimes, for
4: instance? The way that the that the twelve archangels explain it is that your soul, which can have many, many, many incarnations on schoolroom earth, and so many, many egos and experiences, has a team of guardian angels that can expand and can I would say, transform, depending on what you need. What we can what can be a bit challenging for us to understand is that angels work with sound. This is the divine feminine aspect of creator. so they they work with emotion. They also work with thought, but they very much work with sound because from their perspective, Sound is what moves a human being forward. It moves us emotionally. And so here's the point, is that when we need more angels, they multiply, just like turning up the volume on your, you know, your music that you're listening to, or you turn up the volume on your phone or or on your computer that that's what angels do is they amp up the volume. And so that's why it feels from our perspective that sometimes we all have the guardian angel of Michael or many of us do, or how how is that possible for angels to have the same name and be in so many different places? Well, they are made of The energy of love and that's what love does it goes where it's needed this I hope I made some sense with that
5: oh yeah it's just my human brain and mind cannot Mm -hmm. understand this and you even said that Gaia was an archangel that's totally new to me
4: you have not heard that Archangel Gaia is Mother Earth
5: not that Gaia is an angel I haven't Thought of it that I've thought of it as a consciousness and a conscious being but maybe not an angel but you know sometimes we can um, lose ourselves in what is what really uh, but uh, my mind wants to understand what is what nevertheless um, and I'm curious okay so these are beings right an energy of love like are there are they a being that have actually existed on earth been a human being um
4: perhaps yes okay yes and yes and yes but try to love your humanity that wants to put things in boxes and wants to then check the box so your soul and my soul are made of love and when we take that energy and we mix it back into divine oneness back into the central soul which is the central sun all there is is love and from this love there was 12 great souls that came from the central soul and those are the 12 archangels so but when you keep going back to the center You keep going deeper and deeper and deeper or more and more um, to the center. You come to oneness. And so then there is energy made of love. Now, can that energy incarnate as a human being? Absolutely. And the 12 archangels definitely do that. They're not going to walk around the streets saying, I'm an archangel. That's not what they do. Uh, Very often, the ego may not even know that their soul is connected to that of an archangel. You can be sure that very often they have a challenging life because they want to be, they're driven to be a loving being. They're driven to being a loving, compassionate, helpful human being, which sometimes is not all that well received on school room earth, as we know. All right. So
5: in a way, they are the closest to source in a way. Does that make sense? or
4: They they are very close vibrationally. And that's where they come from. And that's the energy that um, they are made of. And they say we are made of the same energy, our souls are made of that same energy. And the uh, creator created Schoolroom Earth, and so, of course, Schoolroom Earth is going to be an archangel because the creator, divine oneness, mother, father, God, infinite divine source, you can pick your terminology, says this school has a purpose. And that purpose is to teach all souls of all, throughout divine oneness, throughout the great universe to value love. If all there is is love, how are you going to appreciate it? So it may sound simple, but that is why Schoolroom Earth was created. So this is the school where we get to experience fear. And we get to also learn on our journey, that love transforms fear. Right, We continue to raise our vibration of our consciousness, and then drama leaves our lives, pain leaves our lives, suffering leaves our lives. And that's the mission of the 12 archangels, is to help humanity to say this is enough. We've had enough of this fear. We've learned what we need to learn. Let's choose love. So
5: for instance, you know, fear often comes from drama, traumatic incidences in our childhood. For instance, if we, you know, want to go for a new job, oh, you know, I always fail at interviews, I always fail at relationships, the fear comes up. So uh, is it, are they saying that then meet that with love in yourself and that will heal that fear? Because fear just shows up, you know. We don't want it to show up. I mean, we don't want to live in fear. It just shows up. Nevertheless, it feels like. Fear
4: is a teacher and it does exactly what you've just said. And we can transform it with love. And there's the the 12 archangels have all kinds of really fun tools to transform fear, meaning to use uh, alchemy and So one of their favorite tools is the crown chakra energy, which is violet fire or violet energy. It's the energy of forgiveness. So forgiveness actually transforms fear, but it's working with the power of love. So when you feel afraid, let's say that you're going to go for um, a job interview, as you gave that example, The angels would say, well, how about you have some fun and you imagine that you have a Merlin's bright purple hat on your head. You cannot have fear in your head and visualize that hat at the same time. And you only have to do it once and then that energy is going to hold. What have you done? You have activated which is always active but you've activated your crown chakra and said hey spiritual energy battery of spiritual energy take care of my ego for the next hour or two because i'm going to potentially be in a place where i could be afraid yes fear is everywhere but love is everywhere And it's all about vibration. So when we uh, consciously choose love, and the wonderful thing about working with the colors and the energies of the chakras, especially that crown chakra, is that the energy of love flows into our brain, which is where fear is generated. If If we're not thinking thoughts of fear, fear is actually a thought form, doesn't mean we don't feel it emotionally. But when we can let that love in, then it's not possible. Another simple way to do this is to breathe. Because when you're breathing, you're going to breathe in love. Because you are going to school on Archangel Gaia. So when you breathe in love, you are breathing in help. And so your brain and your being cannot actually hold on to fear while you are breathing. Now, you might have to do quite a few deep breaths, depending on what's happening in your interview. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was just thinking of our interview right now with all the
5: uh, technical issues, you know, that brought me some fear. Um All right. I would like to jump over something else that I find uh, tricky for my mind to understand. And you said in an interview that we, you know, the angels say that we can create heaven on earth. And at the same time, you also said that, okay, the angels say you are not in control, but you are, or we are powerful influencers, so if we're not in control, if there is a destiny there, how can we create heaven on earth? Why, why aren't we creating heaven on earth? Why is that not designed in us, in our destiny to do that? Is, so how great is our influence?
4: Okay, Janneke. So we, we human beings definitely have the power to create heaven on earth. What we don't understand is because we carry in our subconscious great deal, great, let Belinda try again, we carry a lot of fear in our vessel, in our humanity. We bring in belief systems from our past lives, we bring in fear from our ancestors. And all of this is in our subconscious. And we, then we forget, we create our own reality. It's the ego or our consciousness together with the soul. And the soul is saying, that's our higher self, is saying, okay, we're going to use love and what you desire, ego, to purge that subconscious. And so as it comes up, Right, the past easiest way to think of it the past if we put it in violet fire or we take a swim in the violet fire river and we forgive we just keep saying i forgive it all then that shifts our vibration layer by layer by layer and it actually works very quickly and our vibration goes up but it goes up through the whole being the subconscious can generate up to 90% of what we are experiencing. Because we create like Creator creates, Yannika. We create with our thoughts and with our feelings. But the difference is, is that we have a lot of fear that has been soaking into us. We're a bit saturated with fear. So we have to transform it, that lifts our vibration And as that lifts, moment by moment by moment, we begin to live a far more heavenly experience. And that's provable. It works very quickly. Yeah, have you noticed
5: how your life has changed?
1: Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom.
4: connecting with the archangels it's you know my life is one miracle after another what i can uh, and i've you know and i've taught their tools for over 30 years and so it's not just belinda but there are many other people who have experienced oh my gosh it's simple it's kind of subtle, but then it's not. It's profound, and the results speak for themselves because everything changes. You see, there's a divine law, as above, so below, as within, so without. It's one of the primary divine laws that govern schoolroom earth. And so the as above is heaven, the so below is earth. That as within is whatever's going on with us. That's our subconscious, our conscious, our feelings. So as we transform and we choose love and we bring love where it has been missing, the outside, that means our daily life, what's going on outside of us has to change. It has to get better. And so it does. Relationships get better. Health gets better of work gets better. But there's also incredible change that comes with it. Just like when the angels called me to service, I had to let go of the job that felt really safe and secure because I was working for the, you know, very established institution. And I had to take that leap of faith. So I want to be very clear that working with angels and working with the power of love and calling more of heaven's vibration into our daily life. Also ask of us, where is your faith? Where is your faith in yourself and in creator? We have to live it. It's not just about an intellectual pursuit. I'm sure a, as you have done this podcast, that you have had to face your fears, grow, evolve. It's been phenomenal, right? Yes. um, I think we
5: have to be a bit courageous. And I'm very passionate about speaking your soul's calling because it is a leap of faith and it is often outside your comfort zone uh, at first. And then you can stretch more and more and you get surprised of how much potential there is inside. So I I can recognize that feeling of that. I need to be courageous. Uh, I was so scared in the beginning of interviewing, so scared, but it was such a, you know, drive and a passion and a, a calling.
4: And you discovered that it is your soul's calling. And so then it becomes organic and natural. It's getting through that step. Do you agree? It's getting through that. I've never done this before. I, what if I fail? That's where the ego goes because it's so small. And the angels are there the whole time, all of our helpers in heaven. And they're saying, you don't know this, but it's who you really are. It's what you, what you were born to do. So just like for Belinda, when Janneke said, okay, I surrender, I'll do what I was born to do, it was like, oh, well, this is rather wonderful.
5: Yeah, I know. I never thought I would be sitting here 20 years ago when I was depressed. (laughs) So I would love it if you would um, um, ask the angels uh, to connect with us today and I can ask some questions
4: if that's possible. They are right here. So you go right ahead. All right, we're ready.
5: All right, so I'm excited for this opportunity to speak with you today, and we've been speaking about fear today, and I'm going to bring up a fear that I think a lot of people have right now, and that is where the technology is going with the AI, with the avatars, that all of a sudden we can project ourselves or be use these avatars uh, in virtual rooms, and where is this going? Um, I'm curious about that. Will there be a time that will be difficult because of this, or will humanity
0: handle this very well?
4: From our perspective, all things are happening in divine order. Each and every human being has the opportunity to make their own choice. Is this what they wish to put their energy into? Or do they want to put their energy into their spiritual evolution, spending time in nature and growing in this way? What we can tell you is that human beings are growing and human beings are waking up to the power of their own choices As a rule, we do not predict the future, because the future is not here yet. So is AI and this kind of technology, is it part of humanity's destiny? Well, the way we answer this question is to say that this was part of what was happening during Atlantis. But even during that phase of schoolroom earth, human beings had the choice to use the technology, to use the incredible knowledge for the greater good. And that choice is coming back around again. So we turn this question around to you human beings. What will be your choice? Will you be victims of this technology or will you be wise and use it for the greatest good and the highest evolution of all concern? You have grown greatly. Our vote is that your destiny has changed. You no longer need fear to be your teacher. Choose love. And then, no technology, no matter how clever it may appear to be, can harm you. This is truth. We are the 12 archangels of the central sun. We guide you and we protect you. Through all stories, through all dreams that are being dreamt as part of the reality of school room earth, Put your energy into love. Put your energy into choosing what feels expansive and hopeful. This is what will guide you forward to experience miracles and have expectation of positive news, not negative news. Truly, fear is illusion. You are coming to a crossroads where you get to make this choice again. Blessing. We are here.
5: Thank you. Oh,
4: you're back again. They needed to give me a break. So um I will go back in. Just give me a second. Yeah. Is it... Is it like, uh, or how do I ask this?
5: Uh, is it challenging to be channeling? So you need to take a break to sort of uh, come into yourself again.
4: So let me explain this. They, there's, It's a lot, a lot of energy with 12 archangels, and it's actually 12 archangel kingdoms. And so when they're giving a message that, human beings not listening to your podcast but they are out there on schoolroom earth they will send that message telepathically out to all of humanity and that's what they just did oh. so they ramped up the broadcast and so that has to run through my atoms oh wow and That takes a lot of juice i understand okay next question
5: yes i am wondering about the climate change and the climate crisis uh the big question is if it's man-made or if it's not it's part of the cycles of earth through eons of time and yeah i'm curious about if there's a truth there what is the truth and if this is um If, yeah, if we can actually destroy earth, if we continue the way we're continuing right now.
4: We say that an archangel cannot be destroyed. We are made of energy, the same energy of love that you are made of. Can you create nightmare after nightmare that looks and appears, tastes and smells, that your earth is in great harm. Of course you can do this because your thoughts and your feelings generate your reality. It may be helpful to understand that Archangel Gaia is your mother. Mother earth is the true mother. And so she is head teacher of schoolroom earth. And she teaches you to feel your feelings, get in touch with your feminine, practice compassion. Earth changes are all symbolic for what you feel inside of yourselves, human beings. Are they man-made? Yes, but what matters most is that earth changes, climate changes, all of the wild weather are still divinely orchestrated. Everything on schoolroom earth is governed by a higher force of love, pure undiluted love. And it is these climate changes are an opportunity for you to learn, for you to open your hearts, to connect with one another, and to make different choices, but different choices that truly are based on happiness, generosity, respect, kindness. These are the choices that each and every human being needs to make all day long. We will give you an example of a climate change. When you think of air pollution and you think of how contaminating it is and toxic it is, and you say, well, I can't make a difference with the air pollution on earth. This is all huge corporations and oil refineries We say to you, oh, yes, you can, human being. Eliminate toxic thoughts. Where you have fearful thoughts and negative thoughts and thoughts of hate and resentment and guilt and shame and self-loathing. Put them in violet fire of your crown chakra. Transform them. Meditate focus on love, focus on loving yourself, raise the vibration of your human brain and watch how this changes in your external reality. You, one human being can change the global reality because each and every human being is a cell and the one human body. So yes, not only is climate change human generated, but governed by your Earth Mother, Archangel Gaia, you human being can make a difference. Don't buy into the negativity and the hatred. That's not where you want to put your energy. Put it into loving kindness. Change the frequency of your thoughts. Help Mother Earth. This is the greatest help that you can give to her. Do you have another question for us?
5: Yes, uh, another one uh, on another topic. I am curious about... Our connection to Earth as souls and our connection to other star systems. So I'm here on Earth right now. You are as well. So we've obviously made this choice to be here. Uh, Are are, uh, many of us more connected to Earth in a way? So we reincarnate again and again on Archangel Earth, Gaia. Uh, Or do we also reincarnate on other planets and other star systems? I know that this is a huge question, maybe difficult to answer because we probably can't understand the answer, but I'm curious nevertheless about whether sort of uh, humans are only reincarnating on Earth or other places as well.
4: It all depends on your perspective. What we wish to explain is that Schoolroom Earth is a very special place. And your soul comes here and it creates an ego. It may create more than one. Your soul can incarnate in more than one person on Schoolroom Earth depending on what your soul wishes to learn, wishes to experience. Ancient beings come here. That means that they've been to this planet from its inception, and they may incarnate in many different egos to help raise the vibration again of the one human body. Do they live other lives? Do you live other lives experiencing other things in other star systems? Of course you do. It would be like saying, if we are archangels and we incarnate on schoolroom earth, that Archangel Gaia is mother earth, that this is all she is, oh no. She is infinite and vast. This is why you can be certain you cannot destroy your magic blue planet. You are all from beyond. Now, why would this be? Well, were you born in your elementary school? We think not. But you traveled through first grade, second grade, third grade and on up, and if you had trouble in first grade, your parents or your first grade teacher recommended to hold you back. Well, schoolroom Earth works a little bit in the same way, in that you can come here many, many, many lifetimes to get through second grade or perhaps fifth grade is what is most challenging. And then depending on what you came here to give, you may incarnate with an ego that says, I am awake, I will be as a child and surrender fully to my heart. And I will come to this school, And I will do what I came to accomplish. And this is my purpose. So we say, beautiful teacher Janaka, and we thank you for your service. It is not cut and dry. Because oneness is oneness. And all of oneness must choose love. That means not just one ego, not just one soul. That means all of the consciousness of the great universe, of all that is and all that has not yet been created. Human beings will learn a lot by asking, well, where does my soul come from? We can tell you that it comes from oneness. Is there a star system that my soul prefers? Whether it's while I'm attending schoolroom earth or not on earth, you learn a lot. You learn to stretch beyond your own microscopic life and connect to the great universe, to beings that are learning through you, stretching, evolving. Love is the greatest power. Get to know who you are. Your soul your oversoul. Where do you come from? Where do you like to visit? Why did you come to Earth? That is the most important question. We need to bring Belinda back for a moment.
5: Mm -hmm. Thank you. (laughs) Are you okay?
4: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Wow. So Yannicka, it's it's that when I channel the twelve archangels, it's a very euphoric high. All right. And it's very clear. It's it's such a happy in my heart feeling. But I can get in my human atoms. It's the best way I can describe it is when I was a little kid and I didn't realize the electric fence was on to keep our neighbor's cattle in the field and I grabbed the fence and I took quite a shock until finally my body threw me off the fence well connecting with the archangels doesn't give you a shock like that but it is quite a voltage so that when they know that my atoms need to re-equilibrate to the frequency of earth, it's like they say, okay, come back, Mm -hmm. get grounded. Wow. I I was, uh, I
5: got to say, I was a bit touched. Uh, I don't know if it was the words or the energy, but I just felt it moved me. That's their energy. Yes. So my last question for you, Belinda, what in your perspective and from what you've learned, is the true meaning of life?
4: The true meaning of life is to be happy. And that happiness is something that the more we surrender what we believe it is, and the more we let our soul, which is our higher self, show us what happiness is for us, the richer life becomes the, the more exciting life becomes, and the more continuous it becomes. Because of course, we don't die when we leave the earth. We are immortal beings. So the meaning of life is to let happiness come to us. Oh, that's beautiful.
5: I like that, you know, to give each other the permission to be happy, because often there's so many other things we are concerned about, uh, accomplishing this, becoming this, becoming enlightened, but happiness, it's so easy and simple and yet hard, but beautiful to allow ourselves, you know, just to be happy. I think that's a beautiful message.
4: It Thank helps. You. Yes. Yes.
5: Thank you so much Belinda for this wonderful conversation today and for bringing in the 12 archangels. It really moved me and thank you so much for the beautiful work you're doing for humanity.
4: Well, um, thank you for having me as a guest on Wisdom from North and um, for sharing all that you came here to share Thank you. We're sure that they say that um, they are hopeful that you understand that they are your friends and they're happy to give you more assistance. That they say that, Janneke, you are beautifully headstrong, which is in your genetics, and that. You don't have to do everything on your own. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Now I get touched. (sighs) Mm. So I'll just ask for help. Is that the thing? What the angels say is that a wonderful mantra for you is gently, gently, lovingly move me out of the way so that my life can be easier so that all can flow to me with ease and grace i allow oh wow
5: i don't know why this touched me so much i think it's the energy (laughs) that was really beautiful thank you so much for giving me a mantra thank you belinda and thank you angels (laughs) you're welcome all right, thank you so much for watching, guys. Much light from the US and Norway.
0: Bye bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm, Hello Fresh.
1: Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style.
0: If you want to become more who you are and live in alignment with your soul's purpose and explore a deeper meaning with your life, then you are most welcome to join Wisdom from North membership. If you want to go deeper, you can find all our English online courses and programs at wisdomfromnorth.com. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube just by searching for Wisdom from North. Until the next episode, much light from here.